with Radio On The Go News. Brian Fincher reporting. Last week, the Rowan City Council held a special meeting and reviewed a request from Summit Carbon Solutions for bulk water access. The council was not given an estimate of how much water would be needed, but it was slated the city could put a daily limit on Summit Carbon Solutions use of the water would begin in the summer of 23. It was stated that Rowan's water system might not support the use by Summit. There were several comments from all council members, none of which were in favor of the project, as they do not want the city to be involved with the proposal. A motion was made to deny selling bulk water to Summit Carbon Solutions no matter what they offer the city. The measure passed on a four-to-nothing vote. In other business, the Rowan City Council approved a resolution supporting the Heart of Iowa Housing Trust Fund. Today, the Mason City Airport Commission will hold a special meeting and will consider awarding the contract to construct the new commercial terminal building. The Mason City Airport Commission special meeting today beginning 2 p.m. at the terminal meeting room. Today, the Rockwell City Council will continue to discuss the city's fiscal year 2024 budget and will discuss the hiring process for a new public works director. The Rockwell City Council meets today 7 p.m. at City Hall. Yesterday morning about 4.30, Shell Rock Soy Processors reported a fire in a dust collector where they crushed soybeans. No injuries reported. The fire departments from Shell Rock and Clarksville responded along with Shell Rock first responders and Butler County Emergency Management. The fire was contained in one area and the fire departments had it under control quickly after arriving on the scene. 48-year-old Nathan Miller of Dows is being held at the O'Brien County Jail on a U.S. Marshal's warrant. No information is available on what the Marshal's warrant is for. Miller is also wanted on a warrant from Franklin County for failing to appear from the original charge of forgery. Monday night, the Butler County Sheriff's Department transported from Bremer County 32-year-old Niall Berger of Green for driving while barred, Berger being held at the Butler County Jail. This week, the Hardin County Board of Supervisors approved an economic development request for $36,000 to be used for the Economic Engineering Initiative. Funding will be appropriated from local option sales tax funds. Yesterday, the Butler County Board of Supervisors tabled setting the date and time for a public hearing concerning the county's proposed maximum property tax levy for fiscal year 2024. In other business, the Butler Supervisors approved two utility permit applications from Butler County REC to do underground work. Any Iowa student who wants to attend a private school can now use public money to pay for tuition for other expenses under a plan passed last week by the Iowa legislature and signed into law by Governor Kim Reynolds. Iowa becomes the third state to pass a measure that allows such spending with few restrictions. State Republican Senator Sandy Salmon of Janesville, who represents Senate District 29, tells Radio On The Go News school achievement and outcomes are better when families send their children to the school of their choice. Each family and child is individual and unique, so the more options we can offer parents, the better student needs will be met and the better our education for all students will be. And this is especially true for those that can't afford it. This bill will allow parents of all income levels to be able to afford to send their child to the school of their choice. You know, and I realize all areas don't have 
as many choices as some areas do, but the principle is still the same. And I think that education is important and that the state should support education of children because it affects the state's future. Several public school officials say the measure will be a blow to public schools, especially rural schools. She says there will be very little, if any, impact on public schools. It costs about $17,000 to educate each child in our public school system. If you count all the dollars, state aid, property tax, and federal funding, only about 7500 will go with the students. The other nearly $10,000 per student will stay with the resident school district. So this is money that's going to go to rural schools who won't even have to be educating that student. The other thing to keep in mind is there are few private schools that even exist in rural areas for parents to choose to send their child to. So what we're going to end up with is the vast majority of Iowa students attend public schools now, and a vast majority of them will continue to choose their public school. A nonpartisan analysis by the Legislative Services Agency estimated the measure would cost $344.9 million annually in its fourth year after it is fully implemented. Senate District 29 covers all of Butler County and parts of Floyd County in the broadcast area. The Franklin General Hospital Auxiliary Scholarship Committee has announced that applications now being accepted for scholarships for area high school students entering the healthcare field. Each year, the Franklin General Hospital Auxiliary presents scholarships to graduating high school seniors who have been accepted by an accredited school for education in any healthcare related field. Applications may be obtained from guidance counselors in either of the Franklin County High Schools, Hampton, Dumont, Cal, or West Fork. All applications must be submitted to the Auxiliary Scholarship Chairperson on or before March 20th. Applications can be sent to FGH Auxiliary Scholarship Chairperson. That's at 1651 Highway 65 in Hampton, and the zip code is 50441. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program is Eric Reichertz with First Bank Hampton, who will preview their Ag Outlook meeting scheduled for Friday in Hampton. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Precipitation fell on 11 days last month at the Radio On The Go studios in Hampton. 13.5 inches of snow fell, but when melting that snow down and adding in rainfall, Hampton received 2.86 inches of precipitation. The highest temperature last month in Hampton was 43 degrees. The lowest was 14 degrees below zero. The average high was 30. The average low, 14. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios, 14, and the low of 8 degrees below zero. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.